There's the Okay, so how can I take dick pics with an iPad? I got a perfectly good phone. I mean, it's a pro, so it has, like, you know, the IR thing. It's got LiDAR, so I can LiDAR my penis. But what is the point, of, really, at this point? And I'm Victor. I'm oh, Samantha. I'm Spike. And, I, you know, I'm just well, having to educate these people on dick pic etiquette. Welcome right. to the Transmit Podcast. Uh, the, yeah. on, the only etiquette that you need is if the pictures are consented to or requested. Wait, you're supposed to... What? I, I just I just do cold calls, but with dick pics. So Train anyway, <laughs> all right. So yeah, yeah. Dick, it's a good way to start off the show, but uh, not a way to continue it. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> I could just flash the camera. This could be the first. No. No. We're well, not. We're not joining OnlyFans. Well, this is really good. Have you gotten right. these auto warranty calls? Oh yes, actually, that is some sponsor copy I've got to read here. Um, we we did get a commercial. Um, they they bought some. Uh, we've been meaning to call you about your car's extended warranty. Uh, we've noticed it's expired. Please call the Transmit Podcast. No, <laughs> get it because they're they're invading every moment of your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of actually making that one of the jokes today, but then you brought it out and like I got to go for it. Jeez. All right, so. Um, <laughs> We're helping the car companies. Yes. Well, they, yeah, they paid us to re, to tell them that their car's extended warranty is. I wish they paid us. Yeah, I wish anyone paid us anything. To be like kind of like weak repo men, <laughs> or or just cold callers. <laughs> oh man! All right. So um, listening to the sweet sweet tapping of an okay. iPad keyboard. It just it, I, I it just I don't know why it's clicked on to here. It just iPad like, has good graphics. It really does. Okay, I turned off the Bluetooth. We're, we're good. I'm just looking it up because we have this 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 shit this this bit of news, right? Do you have an Apple Pen? Yes, I have the Apple Pencil. I can. Oh, I can do this. I can do. I can write. So you got an Apple oh. and a pen. Oh God. Apple. I, I pen. got a pen apple. <laughs> God. And Mason uh, loved that bit. So anyway, uh, Vin Diesel apparently is partnering with Universal Studios and Mattel to bring Tell. us Rock'em Sock'em Robots the movie. I like the title for that. Right? It's it's very old school. Yeah, it's very old school. I mean, I think that's like just straight up the original font. Okay, font. so the thing is, they, uh, they already made this movie. It, it was called, like, what, Real Steel with Hugh Jackman? <laughs> Basically, yeah. So uh, what what possibly could be the goddamn plot of this if they already made the movie in the only iteration it could be in? <laughs> so what this says is the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie is becoming a reality. Mattel Films, Universal, and Vin Diesel are teaming for a live-action feature take on the classic tabletop boxing robots game. Diesel will star in the movie and produce with his One Race Films label and partner Samantha Vincent. I think that's his wife. Samantha Vincent. Um, the Rampage and the Commuter Scribe, Ryan Engel, wrote the screenplay, which follows a father and son who form an unlikely bond with an advanced war machine. That's the same plot as what? Real Steel. That's kind of the same plot, except it was just it was just a it was just an advanced boxing machine. Is it really any different though from Transformers? Again, no. They've we're, we're to the point now where even like the stuff we we're having to warm over to make new movies is just the same as like two other franchises. What, what's next? It's like I'd like to know like 
is there like a version of Uno that they're going to turn into a spy drama where they throw <laughs> out like the, the reversal cards? Like, oh, you thought you shot me? Reversal. Blam, well, I shot you. Well, don't get too far ahead yet. Oh, God, what? Uh, so, I, I, so I can see why Vin Diesel's kind of all about this because he's a big D&D fan. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's into the world building which is, I guess, what they're they're aiming to do with the Rock'em Sock'em film. Oh. Yes. A um, Rock'em Sock'em extended cinematic universe? I guess. <laughs> it wasn't even... Rock'em Sock'em-verse. It's not even like... Uh, doesn't even have a story. It's just, it's just a little... It's two robots. With robots in it. That and the you, head pops up. Wait, so if it's a war machine, is, there, is war fought with these things in a ring? I don't understand. <sighs> is there going to be... Uh, Hungry, hungry hippos. Yes. <laughs> the, the and movie. Next uh, is going to be sorry, but it's going to be set in a dystopian future where you knock someone off the path and you say <laughs> sorry, and that's the only way you get away with murder. So this is the second <laughs> feature project between Mattel and Universal. Oh, look at In the wake of developing a Wishbone movie based on the TV series, uh, I'm actually excited about that because, I mean, that's historical and it's also kind of fun. Hopefully, it's literature. They, they, I, yeah, yeah, hopefully they actually include the dog, but they're also doing. Uh, an American Girl Mattel, series. Mattel movies. Yeah, so they're doing American Girl, which were actually really cool books um, about young girls, women throughout American history. Um, there was a Samantha series, by the way. Uh, they're also doing more Barbie movies, a Barney movie. Barney movie. Hot Wheels, Magic 8 Ball, Major Matt Mason. Wait, who the hell is Major Matt Masters of the Universe. Oh. oh, they've already okay. Some of those they've already done. Thomas and Friends. <gasps> Look at Uno. Uno. They actually are making an Uno. And Viewmaster. Okay, the Magic Eight Ball movies. That's got to be a horror movie, right? Wait, are they? Is Mattel trying to do like a Marvel where it's like, hey, we've got we've got oh, properties, yeah. oh, we've yeah, got we, IP. It's all going to be in the it's, same cinematic universe. I don't think that the why is this? No, it has to be. I think Barbie. And Barney are in the same universe. Oh, they're gonna fight. It's gonna be like this Godzilla versus. Keeps reloading. Weird. And Hot Wheels. Yeah, Hot Wheels. They've already had a bunch of like cart animated movies, so I don't know if that's going live action. I think Shoots and Ladders would be good. That'd be a good horror movie as well. You're just trapped in some jigsaw-like <laughs> style puzzle that you have to get out of, and if you go down the wrong slide or up the wrong ladder, you die. Wait, why would there be a Viewmaster? Isn't that the thing that like you you click? Oh, that's that's another horror movie where it's like the the haunted Viewmaster. You just uh, you see your own death. Um, okay. So Mattel is partnering with horror movie Titan Bloomhouse. Oh, which one well, is you're it? right. To make Magic 8 Ball. Bam. Nailed it. I am a, I need to go to Hollywood and start like pitching ideas. That's just well, all there is to it. Apparently the bar has been lowered enough <laughs> to where you can probably get in now. <laughs> okay. A. <laughs> eat a dick. <laughs> B. I mean, look at uh, everything that, like they've got like guys who are just like a notch. Higher. Okay, I'd say I'm creativity. I'm, listen, you? I came up with this off the cuff. Okay, okay so maybe you're on par. I, I'd say I'm a little above. Okay, listen. <laughs> Apparently, there was a movie in 1996, though. Uh, for what? Magic Eight Ball. Magic Eight Ball. I mean, uh, obviously, that can't be the first time someone thought of it. It's been on like uh, Venture Brothers. Like, a, there's a Magic Eight Ball guy. A company charges a fee to the patron who asks for anything in life. Then, with a roll of the Magic Eight Ball, the wish is either granted or great consequences ensue. Put Ooh. put Major Matt Mason and Viewmaster on the screen. Let's see what they look like. That, oh, that was I thought it was Major Matthew. 
here we go. Let's take a look see here. So what is Major Matt Mason? Okay, he's he, oh this guy. Look at that. All right, I oh, guess he's, he's an astronaut. He's an astronaut. Okay, he's a major. He's an astronaut. Look at this picture here. This this glory shot. <clears throat> That's he's got a he's got a buzz cut. He's right? got like a 1960s kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he is from the 50s top. and 60s. Yeah, this this man is a man's man from back in the day. <laughs> he's a manly man's man. He, I bet he fights Russians and aliens. Probably. Hmm. Mostly the Russians because they're they're evil. We can make peace with those aliens, but those dirty commies, no. So, so that we. Yeah, it's that I, red little. Are you serious? Oh uh, yeah, the view. That's it's, probably going to be a horror movie. It's going to be. It's got to be a horror movie, or it's going. Oh, it's going to be a child's like um, fantasy movie where he can, he sees like a magical world through that, and that's his like window to like you know having a better life somehow. Like you know he has a bad life. It's like it's like um, the last action hero. Mm, yeah. But instead of you know the ticket, you get the viewmaster. Okay, so then when they make all these individual movies, they have to make like the Mattel Avengers, <laughs> where it's like no. the Viewmaster, <laughs> Major no. Matt Mason, Barbie. There's Hot literally wheels. no information about Viewmaster, so it's completely unclear. Oh yeah, like, that's too far out. They, this this has this is what, nothing. This I mean, is one of those things. But they, they've been talking about this since 2019. Yeah, this is one of those things they came up with a title first, and the title was something that was a plastic toy. Wow, man, there's there's a whole new Mattel oh, universe. Yeah. Oh God, it's like, look, I I can't have another universe, okay? I I cannot have another goddamn universe. Wait, Paramount Plus is a mountain of original Ed. digital oh, what's entertainment. This? Is this? But this is hold on, Viewmaster, unsettling and brilliant bonkers. Crypt TV this Monster Universe short film. TV experience. I don't, yeah, I don't want. No, it's it's now, already recording on this. You're gonna have to go fine. in. Okay. Oh, here you go. This is short. Okay, so let's see. Oh, so it's a this is box. what we could expect in the Viewmaster movie. Yeah, Hopefully, let's see what we got here. Ooh, she's wearing. Oh, those are some nice socks. They look warm. Oh yeah, I want those socks. You know, somewhere in this universe, Major Matt Mason is in space. You know. Oh yeah. Fighting aliens and Russians. <laughs> and you can you can tell this is an independent movie thing because she's the way she acted when she looked around like what? What's this? Uh. Flip? What does that say? It's like I put the disc in. Flip it five times. Enjoy the company. Oh yeah, put the disc in. Flip it five times. Enjoy oh, it's, the it's oh, so this is the window to like a haunted thing. Okay. Oh, that looks just creepy. Okay, I who, would you do this if if this came in? You get a black view map. Oh no, nope. Okay. Oh god, no. So you so put the disc in. She has to flip it five times. Oh. Yeah. No. Nope. See, why does it have to be horror? Oh god, because it's it's the only way it could work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Either someone. It could be. It could be like an alien thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It could be an alien thing. And it could be like starring little kids. Right. That'd be fun. But no. It's bad when it's got kids. Right. That's more scary. That is a little scary. Yeah. No, I'm 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 thinking something more like. Uh, like, a, like Don't a, do it. Oh, don't. No. No. Bad. Oh God. Why? Is she, why would you? <laughs> Oh. Why would you? <laughs> no, you don't flip it. No. Okay. Oh, this is actually kind of effective. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. Oh. Stop. Just, just stop. Oh, hey, see, everything's fine. Uh, no, she's going to be behind her. Uh, no, no. Oh, Jesus. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. Okay, she's safe. We're at three flips. No. We're safe. No. Everything's fine. No, it's going to be fine. It's going to. 
But there's she's gonna more, be tempted. Now there's more sounds. Ah, uh, she's gonna be tempted. Ah, uh, no. Well, I hope they're eating just like you know, like cherry pie or something. No, that's Arby's. That's that's classic Arby's. Arby's. What do you want? Oh, okay. See, uh, we're back to Four. being fine. We're back to being fine. Everything's fine. No, that's the UPS guy. That's don't flip you... it. Just don't flip just it. Just don't stop. No. Maybe just don't look through it. Put it down. Oh, it's not. Oh, we're back to being fine. Everything's fine again. Oh, and she has a baby. Wait, why are you looking what? through? Yeah, Get away from my son! Oh, what's the creepy look? I don't think he's breathing, dear. Uh-oh. <laughs> Imagine oh. watching a, a two-hour version film. of this. This was actually pretty well done, okay? that that well, There's one little weird bit of acting. Oh. No. No, don't. Why? It's another no. weird sound. Oh, no. all the weird noises. Why are there so many weird noises? Don't, Stop don't look. looking through the thing! What are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> Let me guess, now that it won't go away. Well, at least he can't see. Oh, oh! oh it's there. It's there. Oh! <laughs> okay, that was pretty good. This thing kind of itches. This is why I don't like horror films. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was that was I I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. That's very oh, So man. Uh, give me the rest of your beer. Oh, so, just down that shit. Yes. You know what? He man he man he man comes in during the Viewmaster portion. Yeah, he with a sword. Is Viewmaster like the Thanos then of this universe? <laughs> no idea. Look at how powerful that is. Can oh, just conjure like fucking demon monster cannibals from. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Well, I don't, got, I don't. I don't like it. I I love it. Vin more. Diesel would knock that guy out. Oh yeah, Vin Rock'em Sock'em well, robots. Well, he would drive a car through those guys <laughs> whilst talking about family. I got family. Oh, I got family. Oh, man. I don't. I don't got friends. I got family. Well, well it's got to be more. See, we we got to do more than be fast this time. <laughs> We gotta watch chick shake their ass. I'm not gonna sleep well. Oh, I'm gonna sleep like a baby and be like haunted by nightmares. Oh, that's gonna be good. Okay, so okay, so listen, these might be good. I I, listen. Hope springs eternal, but I'm I'm not like gonna hold my breath for greatness. It's not. Listen, it's gonna be like the the Mortal Kombat movie we watched. It's like it if it delivers on what it promises, we're good. Thomas and Friends too is in that universe. Mm-hmm. Until Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine. That's gonna that's that's gonna be a horror thing though. Thomas is gonna be a horror movie. Everything's gonna be horror. It's all gonna be horror from the top down. It's like those. It's like the elephants holding the tor- the tortoise. It's elephants all the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that. You're telling me that face isn't the face made for horror? They already made know. a Thomas the Tank Engine movie as well with uh, Alec Baldwin. See that? There it is. Oh, look, there's Nick Cage there's playing. Nick Cage. The, the one down there though. That's the creepy one. Look at that. No, no, to the left. That's that's if that. Oh, he's actually comes out of it. Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't. He's like a that. he's like a six. Oh, here, armed uh, creature. Yeah, here, uh, look up Thomas the Dank Engine. Oh, come on. Here, uh, look up Thomas the Dank Engine really quick. Oh, they had uh, Peter Weller as Robocop. That's funny. Oh, that's good stuff. 
It would help if I get spell. Okay. I <laughs> okay, uh, and go for video, yeah. Boom, top one. See, this 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 is a ton of fun here. Come on, come on. I, I, I don't know why, but every now and then I can listen to this this video. I'll watch this video. There it is. Come on, why, how could you not like this? Uh, it's just like this is just engine on top of this dude. It's Thomas the Tank. See, that's what I like about these style of music videos is this is incredibly literal. Obviously, there's all, everything he does is like it, it's depicted on stage. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine is a hardcore meme. Right? Like he's a legit like. Oh yeah. Meme legend right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is like. If you listen to rap and took acid, yeah, like all of this like extremely literal stuff popping up, right? God, it's just so it's so cheerful, but also badass. Uh, it's like the Grand Theft Auto world. It is. You know, I'm glad we can share this. This, this time is precious to me right now, and I'm glad we can hear it. It's all hold. Is he like a giant? Yeah, I guess he's a giant now. Yeah, sure. Why not? Wow. So listen, and anytime someone uses a game engine to make like a rap music video, it, it will become incredibly literal. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So, so anyway, we watched the good, the bad, and the ugly for our final Western movie for oh, April. Yeah. Uh, we had to decide between this one and The Quick and the Dead. Both yeah. were excellent choices. Oh, we went with the classic, you know, the most iconic spaghetti western so the quick and the dead was an honorable mention right yes it's article. definitely an honorable oh yeah that's a that's well a good deserved one. oh yeah well deserved like sam, that is the most sam raimi western <laughs> to ever be a western and a sam raimi movie that's it so let's watch the trailer <laughs> and it just, is the trailer it's not just footage okay good oh that's where he used the cannon yeah, he uses the cannon but it's not just watching him blow a cannon. It's there's a little bit of civil it's war just action. All the cannons. All of all of them. Are the cannons cannon? Oh, let me tell you, they are fully oh, within good. cannon. Hmm? Oh, turn the volume a little bit. Oh, sure. The bad. Well, wait. Tuco. We do get copyright strikes once. Yeah, but he can turn the sound down in post. Yeah. And so can you. Well, I prefer. Okay. Well, here this. Oh, oh, there we go. So it, this yeah, this does take place like smack dab in the middle of the Civil War, and and they do take a little a little part in the Civil War, which I like. Like this. yeah, I mean, kind of, sort of, incidentally, on the sidelines, the watching a bunch of things happen. But they they blow up a bridge. Spoiler alert. They do. But they do take tactical action in the Civil War. So they had to pretend like they were watching the Civil War. Yeah. One a guy. battle of the Civil War happened in front of them. Yeah. And that they were somewhat successful, actually. Right? Just kind of their nonchalant, kind of not really caring attitude. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about a lot of these Westerns is there's a bit of nihilism. Yeah. So so it's like, they, they just have to act stoic and badass. Like him, he just has that that look plastered on his face the whole time. 
Tuka. Eli Wallach. Yeah, tu- yeah, Tuka there, or Ugly, as I like to call him. And Lee Van. The questions. Bad. I like to call him bad. Oh, yeah. I Angel Eyes. Oh, spoiler alert. Tuko. They should. AKA yeah. Ugly. Yeah. See, I never. What did you never? Knew that it took place. Like, I never knew there was like cannons and like muskets and stuff in this film. I just thought it was just that dude. Revolver. Yeah, just sh- six shooters and lever actions. Yeah. But no, no, they had muskets and stuff and <coughs> more shovels. Like God, that almost hit him. Yeah, right. Well, it's an Italian. You know, in film. the '60s, they didn't really care. Also, it was an Italian film, so they didn't have. It was extra. Like, who gives shit? Hey, this trailer is like showing the whole movie. It really. It's well, it's showing like the highlights at the very end, like showing guns being like reached for. Yeah, this was a good. Uh, in case you're wondering if they make it to the treasure, they already spoiled that. That was a good cap to this film. Oh yeah, that was good. It's a fun little standoff. Oh yeah, because especially when you find out later, like how he manipulated that. So he didn't have to worry about the ugly. Yeah. Nobody else didn't have to go looking for the grave himself either. Yeah, right? They kind of they spoiled, like, who he shot there as well. Did they? Well, yeah, because they showed him, like, stand, they showed, like, where they were relative to each other, and they showed him, like, shoot off to the to the side of the bad. Sergio Leone, who is one of, like, the big Italian filmmakers of the time. I'm glad I didn't see this trailer. Right, because it, it <laughs> would have completely ruined everything for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you think trailers now are bad about like spoiling shit? <laughs> this is real bad. Technicolor. I mean, there's like there's a reason this movie is considered like the most iconic spaghetti western. And in a lot of ways, it's one of the most iconic just westerns, which is kind of ironic. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many John Wayne films. Back True. in the day, but they were a little think, bit before his time. But when you think about like westerns, like sound effects, the first thing that comes to mind is like ah, ah, ah. yeah. Um, so in a way, it is like more. I think I got it right here. I, I got it. I got the. Where is it? Oh, there. So it's, a, it's such. A, it's so. It's such a satisfying oh, sound yeah. effect. Um. But, I mean, we could, I mean, literally, we're probably going to spend this entire time raving about how good the movie is. Right. With, like, literally the only downside being the fact that it's almost three hours long. It is incredibly long. So oh, my God. I just want to know, people complained about Endgame being three hours long. And yet, people in the '60s sat through this for three hours. So, like, and it wasn't even from like a major American. It, this was from I- Italia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so most of it was filmed in Spain, but most of the actors were Italian. There was a yeah. lot of dubbing um, because you kind of had to. They they didn't even speak like Spanish. You could have passed it off with like the Spanish, but right. it was it was all Italian. Yeah, I had to talk you guys into watching a Bollywood movie. So like it's it's like what? yeah it's, when oh, I talk like, that one boggy yeah remember the bo- we watched two of those actually and yeah. so yeah imagine like saying like in the sixties like oh hey you want to go see this movie oh yeah sure it's it's from Italy like eh, it's got Clint Eastwood well that's not so that's not really how it went <laughs> back then I'm um, not sure they 
Did yeah, they probably didn't know. They, no, I don't know. Really? I don't know that they didn't know, but spaghetti westerns were kind of like a big thing yeah, that were coming true. out in that time. So it wasn't like, oh, do you want to go see a real western or do you want to see a spaghetti western? And I think spaghetti western is a term that's a little bit more recent. recent. Um, but like my my dad's younger brother has always been like the biggest spaghetti western fan, um, and he was born in like nineteen. 19- 59 I think 50 1959 1960 so you know he like grew up during this time growing up to love these movies so that's kind of something that I always think about when I watch a spaghetti western um but like the whole story for the most part is that Clint Eastwood's character who goes by Blondie that's what Tuco calls him um Blondie, Clint Eastwood, is the good. Tuco, who is the ugly, um, played by Eli Wallach, is the ugly. And then Lee Van Cleef's Angel Eyes character is the bad. But Blondie and Tuco are going around scamming all of these small towns (laughs) with Tuco being... (laughs) He's got this ridiculous laundry laundry list of crimes... Like everything to offend every kind of person, every sensibility, like statutory rape, regular rape, rape of woman of the white race, which they made the point of like pointing that out, robbery, larceny, extortion, just it's comical. I I mean, like you look at the guy and you're like, yeah, I I buy that. Yeah, he totally is guilty of that. You see, like the way he acts, and you just see, like, oh yeah, this guy looks like a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're like, they're going around scamming and finally it gets to the point where Clint Eastwood is, is like, well, don't, don't, don't gloss over the lead. What, what is the scam? I just said, well, they, he turns him in, but he then, turns him in so that he can be hanged and he can take the reward money. But at the last moment, I don't want to give away all of it, but like at the last moment, uh, Blondie shoots his noose so that he can ride away on the horse. And that, that needs to be an idiom in common phrase. Now you shoot the noose. That's got it. Come on. Can, can that be like no. for getting somebody out of trouble? It's like, I'm gonna get, listen, he shot the noose. Everything was good. No. I think it's um, time to shoot the noose on this one. So Blondie's like, yeah, I'm not going to really be getting any more than $2,000. You're not going to be worth more than like $3,000 probably. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave you out here. You're you're bound, and we're like 70 miles away from the nearest town. Good luck. <laughs> I'll take the money. You take the rope. Good luck. Um, and the, and this, this is from The Good. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't bad. He, he was just wasn't He was just defrauding great. town after town of eh. thousands of dollars eh. and betraying this guy. It's fine. Um, but... Tuco, the ugly, kind of turns it back on him and puts him into a bad situation. Right, tracks him down. And, and this is like the part where I, I like we mentioned, like we should mention that his his common <sighs> saying is there are two types of people in the world. And it, it applies to like there's there's two there's several two types of people, as it turns out. Yeah. People who hang from the rope and people who shoot the rope, people who go in through the door, people who go in through the window. Mm-hmm. It's like and like it keeps they keep and then like the good starts like saying this as well. Yeah. So <laughs> He turns it around on them and they end up, they end up meeting up with a cavalry carriage. While he's torturing the good with, with foot water. I I just want to get through a quick synopsis. I don't want to like go into all the details right at the second. 
they get some information about uh, $200,000 in gold buried in a grave in some random cemetery, except Tuco gets half of the information and Blondie gets the other half. So now they have to work together. Um, meanwhile, Angel Eyes is also on the path of the guy that ended up giving that information to them, except that he had died as a result of his wounds in the Civil War. And so it's kind of like this race across, against time, kind of across, I think it was supposed to be set in New Mexico, to get to this grave, except Tuco and Blondie keep ending up in trouble with one or the other side of the Civil War, either with the Union or the Confederacy. Um, and then, as we see in the trailer, it ends up in just this three-way standoff when they finally get to the cemetery. Um, and it's kind of... I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of ups and downs oh, and yeah. it kind of, it goes back, yeah, back and forth between Tuco and the good and the bad, you know, and the, how, who's, who has, who's got who's one got up the upper on the other. Yeah. It's, so I would say that I think, uh, Quentin Tarantino took a lot of his sort of storytelling from these spaghetti westerns, specifically this movie where it kind of gets to a point where like the action starts to die down. Everything's feels like you're, I'm like, I'm about to be really freaking bored. But then all of a sudden it shoots yeah, back up something again. Happens. And before we get so, into all those details, let's take a quick break and right. uh, come on back. Okay. So yeah, getting into some of this uh, stuff like, Oh, oh, get the one with the hangman's. I love that, that picture down there where he's hung or up. Right. Left. Okay, you were just fucking with oh, me. Right now. here. Yeah. See that that one I like is like at the very end he's got him like because Tuco like when he tracks down uh, good, he he tries to hang him yeah. at first, and then a cannonball saves him, and then then they that leads them into the desert where he's like just taunting him with this little bits of water and stuff. He just, he has an immense amount of water on that one horse somehow, mm-hmm. and so and at the very end he's like no no you um. Now you get hung and he gives him half the, half the treasure. And it's this real nice scene where it's like, uh, he, he rides off and he's like, you come get me. And he does the same trick where he shoots out the rope. Well, all he did, he's shouting Blondie the Blondie. whole time. Not even like, come get me. It's just Blondie. Anybody, he, he had him stand up on top of someone's grave marker, um, which is just this very thin, wobbly bit of wood. Oh, it just it, looks. I mean, it's rah. it's put together like a cross. So there's just this tiny, like twine, little like it's this this rickety horizontal board on top of a rickety vertical board, and like every time he tries to shout Blondie, he almost loses his balance, right. and like he keeps going for it, and like then you see in the horizon, Blondie has disappeared. Yeah, he's and you're just like, messing with him. You're like. Oh, he's about shit. To die. He's he's not gonna make it. Like his Why hands are bound. His hands are bound behind his back. He's screwed. Right. Um. And then all of a sudden he comes back into frame from the trees. Yep. And and takes takes the shot. Takes the shot. And he's sitting there. He's like shoots he, the noose on him. Shoots the it shoots the noose. Nice. <laughs> and he's sitting there like and this is the one of the funniest parts of the movie for me is like you, you've watched people just get shot and die and get robbed and at the very end he's like you know what you are you're a son of a. <laughs> it was son of a b- yeah and i'm like oh we we can't have bitch you can't say bitch in this i think you probably could have said bitch you couldn't say son of a bitch probably not yeah and, i don't know those are always weird standards by yeah like the-, the language rules back in the day were bizarre 
There are two types of people in this world. People who adhere to weird <laughs> language standards and badasses. The, and, I like the Clint Eastwood one where it was like those with bullets and those who dig. Yeah, those it's like so it gets like really like really specific, specific <laughs> to <laughs> the situation. Yeah, it's like okay, listen, th- that just applies to us two right now. I mean, <laughs> do you think that's how it works in every situation? I bet there are people with loaded guns that have to like dig. Imagine going to the mall. That's a guy with bullets. That's a digger. Digger. Bullets. Bullets. Dig, digger. Dig guy. Yeah. Dig guy. Now, oh yeah. So um, and one uh, other thing I like. Oh, about that looks this, like a cool like airbrush blanket. Oh yeah. And <laughs> yeah. another thing I really like about this is um, especially like at the beginning of the movie, like there's like a solid like what 10, 20 minutes of just no one talking. Everyone's acting so hard with their yeah. faces. Mm-hmm. Like the people come to get the ugly, like to like collect the bounty, and they're all just like looking around and like there's so much like eye movement. And they say he, this guy's the ugly, but then the guy who pops into the screen first is the ugliest motherfucker I've ever seen <laughs> in my goddamn life. Like, this movie has a ton of ugly. And this guy, is, he, compared to him, this guy is a looker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's it's like kind of like his um, temperament and his manner. That might be, yeah. It's like really ugly about things. I, I mean, compared to Clint Eastwood... Right? He's... he's and he, really, that's, yeah. this, that's, his, that's, the, that's this guy's movie, honestly. He has more screen time more lines, he does more acting in every way, shape, and form. And it's like, Clint Eastwood is just kind of a stoic badass who just, like, wanders around and kind of moves the plot. He's almost a MacGuffin. What I thought was kind of cool about the uh, the beginning the beginning and the end, it introduces the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Yeah. In the beginning, it'll do a little freeze and be like, good, bad. Almost like a Quentin Tarantino type yeah. thing, where it's like, you can tell it doesn't happen any it. other... T- time in the movie except right. for that specific moment where it needed to be done yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the general the store the store clerk or whatever no nope, yeah. just that it was just those so like uh i saw the bad is like he's kind of like a bad guy right yeah he goes in like his first scene is again another like long take of him like ominously coming up to this house tracking someone down and he shoots him killing the dude and the dude's family one, yeah, a bunch, yeah it's like he kills him his one of his sons and he just like he just waltzes in and like sit down at his table starts eating his food and you can tell the guy's like freaking nervous yeah so that's that's like uh bad right and then yeah. good is uh well he's not that good he's but, not that good, but he's not we're that thinking bad. he's He's Compared like, to the other two, he's a good guy, right? He's, he's almost like chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 I think that's that's a good way to put it. Like, and in the West, that that's effectively good. And then ugly yeah. was maybe a physical ugly, but also kind of like just a a crazy kind of chaotic, you know. Right. Well, and also like the bad, Not, he's like lawful bad, honestly, lawful kind of, evil, yeah. because like he's yeah. sitting there like a like like listen, you paid me to kill the guy, I killed him, and but then he, like right before I killed him, he handed me money. And it was to kill you, so, so I gotta kill you. I'm sorry. I, t- I when I get a job, I take these murders his client. I'm like, but you also paid me, so I'm gonna still go out and do this job. And I'm like, what the? F- who is this? <laughs> Some evil. weird sense of morals on this man, right? And he is like, he's in his like for the most part until he finally crosses paths with the good and ugly. He is in his own like thriller movie where he's like <laughs> chasing down like leads and stuff. That could be its own movie. I mean, most of this could be broken up into like several different parts and it would still like they would all make their own. I would watch those movies like like Clint Eastwood as as an outlaw gets mistaken like for like a a Confederate trooper. 
and like they go to a Confederate like or a prison camp for Confederate, I would watch that movie. This is like a six or eight episode um, Netflix series. Right? Today. Oh, yes. Oh, that would someone be should pitch this. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The series. Oh God, I would love that. I but wonder if anyone tried to do when that. When it ends, it like has kind of a different meaning because it shows you know the bad, and he's like is killed so he was like bad at what he did right bad not isn't a bad guy but bad as in he sucks true and then good he was good at what he does very good so like it's kind of a different meaning not a good guy but someone who's good at what he does and then ugly well like he was kind of just He's like still throwing just a fit he was kind of throwing <laughs> a fit about fit. everything it's very ugly he, if, so if, like, if today's standards he'd be crying and it'd be snot he'd be ugly he'd be an ugly crier yeah and I, I like this because uh, like they get to so the kind of like a different. It kind of switches a little bit the meaning. So yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That's true. I like they keep they keep running into like yeah the Civil War, and they're kind of adjacent to it. Like they you know they they run into like the Confederate guy who like buried the treasure. They run into like they think they're a bunch of Confederate troopers and like uh yay Stonewall Jackson down with the Yankees and then they're the, just the dustiest blue <laughs> uniforms and they just they just so they just rolled in chalk for some reason. And then they get thrown into that. But then they run into, like, the Union side where they're, like, trying to keep a bridge. And there's, like, just an alcoholic, like, commander there. Yeah. It's like, dude, oh, what, what, is, cool. what are your names? Like, er, and uh, he has no, he gives no fucks. He really took well to them. Oh, he's he got, like, it. he's got all of these troops beneath him. All these guys he could be talking to, but he's just talking to these two, two rando- randos from the wilderness showed up. He's like, hey, listen, you, you look like nice gents. I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> well, I guess maybe... He didn't see a whole lot of volunteers. Maybe like right. you know. they said, "I want to enlist." Uh, that's how that works, I guess. Just come on. <laughs> You're fighting for the union now. Um, so I found I found um, off of the website TV Tropes. Okay. Dot org. Uh, this is a, I like that website. Let's see. Let's see um, it. actually, the Italian version of this name of this movie is Il Buono, Il Brutto, Il Cattivo, which I probably said in, like the. Worst Italian accent. The good one, the ugly one, the bad one. Oh, see, that makes a little more sense. A little bit more. Because it, it feels in this sense, in the American version, like more it's like a broad sense. Um, yeah. So it is the last and probably most famous of the Dollars trilogy and is credited with helping to kill the Western genre due to how thoroughly it disassembles said genre in inventing a bevy of new True. tropes even popularizing the Mexican standoff. So this this really like was like it, the, not not this movie didn't jump the shark because it's its own thing, but this made the whole series jump the shark. The whole like genre at the time jumped the shark. Oh, I didn't. You know that's that's so funny because I've never seen even like the original like when we started this whole Western week. It yeah. was like '90s Western movies, right? And then I saw this. I was like, "Okay, we're gonna watch a classic western. We'll have we'll have one classic western: the good, bad, and the ugly." But now you're saying it's like not even not even a classic, a, cla- a true classic. You, you, it's w- not. you should watch True Grit or something. Somebody- that's why. That's why I said it's like oh, yeah. you've got the westerns and then you've got the spaghetti westerns, and they're 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 a little bit different. It's like if we made an anime and we were super anime fans, but we just took every trope and just it was, it was nothing but tropes and like. It was like three hours long. So this is interesting. Um, huh. It talks about the tropes that are in it. So this is, I'm going to read some of these. Um, the gun shop sells Acme Extra Black Powder. Oh, I remember powder. that. That was great. So there's Acme Gunpowder. Um, action film quiet drama scene, in particular, 
Tuco's discussion with his brother, who's a monk, escalates into a brief fight, and Blondie comforts a dying soldier, which gives them some depth to the characters. Yeah. Um, Blondie was, for the most part, true neutral throughout the movie, but they show around the last half hour his compassion towards soldiers on both sides. So uh, when the captain is dying, um, you know, he's he kind of helps to ease his suffering. Um, And then when they finally get across the bridge, there's the soldier that's dying on the other side. Yeah, the Confederate guy. He gives him his coat and he gives him a couple of drags on his cigar to kind of, you know, ease his way into... Whatever. Remember, when I, said when he was di- remember when I said when he dies, like, D- don't free my sleeves. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Confederate and then they're sitting there like, okay, may- I now regret comforting that man a little bit. I just kind of... <laughs> um, Angel Eyes is referred to Angel Eyes um, in the English spoken version, but in the Italian dub, he's called Sentenza. Whatever that means. Um, there's the Union captain is Captain Clinton, and then there's some other names. Um, aluminum Christmas trees. Many of the varying scenes of depravity are actually Sergio Leone showing his work, much to the confusion of most of his prop builders, cinematographers, and actors who were confused by everything from the long coat. Leone chose to dress Blondie into the train cannon with the spy tied to the front of it in the scene where the soldiers grimly shoot a criminal after standing him next to a coffin. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, that was like, wow. They they, they give him the seven-gun salute. Right, and they, they were not very far away. They like to no. say, they, like from the, from the end of their barrels to him was like two feet. <laughs> like normally, you know, you, you step back like a little bit so you're out of the splash zone. They just like, mm-hmm. no, we got to get this moving. Um, the movie contains numerous firearms that were not manufactured until after the Civil War. Oh, definitely. The bridge battle in particular features a wide assortment of artillery from period-appropriate Napoleon and Parrot guns to antiquated mortars and smoothbore cannon dating from the Napoleonic era. They also had, like, that, that Maxim machine gun, which I do not think was, uh, was invented then. I don't know. Um, it could have been, right? I Wasn't did... it in The Quick and the Dead? It was in the uh, or no the bad girls no that was that was it was I think it was in bad girls but it was also in like uh, the Magnificent Seven let's let me take a look here um, um I actually noticed this the American flags that they used were the modern American flags oh yeah um instead of the ones that literally had like very few stars oh really yeah they had the fifty it was, it was there about they're almost a hundred years too early for they the knew film where, setting. They knew where it was going, okay? They, they, had, a, they had an idea. Listen, we knew back in the day kind of where this was all going to go. We didn't know, like, the shapes fully, but we figured 50-ish states, that was good enough. Um, like, Idaho's going to look like this. There's going to be a panhandle on the state above Texas. Whatever. It's fine. We got this. So. Um, see if there's anything else. I mean, yeah, so this, this like, is one of those things where, like, a lot of these tropes, you, like, if you watch this movie after seeing a bunch of modern westerns, you'd be like, God, this is such a generic western. It's like, no, no, this is the thing that's cemented a whole bunch of shit. You remember we're talking about Tuco's rap sheet? Oh, yeah. It goes from murder and rape down to transporting a minor across state lines for moral purposes and... <laughs> from- Contrary to the laws of the state, the accused has been found guilty of using marked cards in a poker game. 
I think that's something they'd kill you for back in the day. Like they'd shoot you for stealing a horse, like, or you could they'd hang you for horse thieving. So like, Jesus. Like, wow. so, so I I think I remember that now. Yeah, that was great. Um, I thought this was the best one I, that we've seen though. It's right. my favorite western of Western Week month. Good. Hey, listen, we'll, we'll show you True Grit next year when we do another Western month. Mm-hmm. We, we could do we could do like a versus the good uh, like the old versus new. Ooh, that sounds nice. By the way, uh, the dynamite was about two years two years too early for the film. Okay, one thing I wanted to like uh, say, like remember when the Acme the store with the Acme stuff, like Tuco comes in from the uh, from the desert to find a gun, and he just like robs this dude, and he's sitting there like you, you see him uh, like like he he like investigates stuff like a ferret, like he's sitting there like listening like like <laughs> you know, like sniffing the gun and like spinning it. It's, it's all those movies where like old west guns just if you pull one pin out they just fall apart in your hands. Yeah. You know, he's like, and you can tell he knows his guns really well by the scene where he punked out a gun owner. Yeah. It's like, he's he's sitting there like, okay, like give me the, give me the cartridges. Like, no, you pay for the gun first. No, give me the cartridge. Like, no, no, the gun's unloaded. I have a gun because I sell guns. I know. (laughs) It's like that's Yeah. Like that scene from Terminator where he's like, uh, you can't do that wrong. Blam can do that. And he has like this pop-up thing where it's like I don't think that was invented either back in the day where he, like there's a shooting range out back to test the gun you're buying. Yeah, I know. Just solely to sell how bad of how bad how much of a badass Tuco is. And he destroyed all the targets. Right? It's like, okay, now you owe me for those as well. We were talking about um when his son of a bitch gets uh cut out. Yeah. When Blondie dumps him in the desert, he yells out, Hijo de una gran puta, you son of a big whore. <laughs> but at the end, he basically says the same thing. You know what you are? Just a dirty son of a ah! bitch. Oh, shit. I should have. Just a dirty son of a. <laughs> I swear to God, if you don't, if you keep cussing, I'm going to come over there and kick your Oh yeah, the, they updated the software, so now it has a, a sensor beep. So don't <laughs> with me on this. Well, it can predict when you're about to cuss. So astoundingly, <laughs> perhaps, the film is strictly speaking a B feature by the 1960s definition of the term. It was made on a fairly thin budget and shot rather hastily. Luminaries of the caliber of Orson Welles said it would be box office poison due to dealing with the Civil War, and it wasn't terribly widely distributed at first. It went on to make five times its budget back at the box office and became one of the most important films of all times. Yeah, it's insane. Like, and yeah, it it was like it was probably just a payday for him. They're like, hey, listen, it's it's very light lifting, uh, you know, Mister Eastwood. You 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 say like ten lines to the movie. But we'll put you in makeup for a few hours. Yeah, and it, it's like, how is it shot quickly? There's so much goddamn footage. There's like a whole <laughs> battle. I know. Yeah. I, I have no idea. Well, and for a lot of it, he the Clint Eastwood's on it, so they just paid him for like a weekend's worth of shooting. It's mostly uh, Tuco, huh? Yeah. Ugly. It's like what I hear with Bruce Willis with like one of his new movies where he they 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 schedule it around his whole schedule and they they they're shuttling him frantically around and then he leaves and everyone else has to do all the heavy lifting with acting and like fill ins. Yeah. So okay, so you know what I I think this is a good t- place to go out. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Transmit podcast. <laughs> no, no, thank you for listening. I'm Samantha. I am Spike, and you are all and bad I'm people. Victor. Ah, we'll be back. We'll see you next time. A whole new month of, of something. Something. It's uh, well, let's check Slack. 
Oh, we're actually going to check Slack oh, I, as, yeah. we, as we come out, as we roll out. Uh, show topic. No, it's under files. No, oh. just under the regular. Oh, transmit files? No. Okay. Okay. That's, that's me doing bakery stuff. That's a fa- okay, this looks great. Uh, May is war movies. Oh, war movies. Are we doing Shaving Ryan's Privates? No. Oh, wait. Uh, blockbusters. May uh, War movies. Okay, let's see what the... What the oh, okay. No, let's not give it away. Oh, let's not give it away, but... Oh, oh uh, these are some of these are some good stuff. Oh, yeah. So get ready for that. Mayday. 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 